Good morning and welcome to the drive. Uh, it is May 2nd and we're continuing on in 1st Corinthians. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, it is Tuesday. <clears throat> Tuesday at 527 a.m. And uh, yesterday was my daughter's um, award ceremony and party for playing softball and it was uh, pretty awesome I've been blessed to be their head coach this season because really there was no other parent to step up so they just made me head coach but it was a it was a huge blessing I loved it I'm gonna do it next year for sure and uh but they did really good they progressed and the team worked together in uh, unity and they're getting so much better together and so I love seeing that <laughs> yeah, like I love seeing the progress um, and like in team sports, you know, in the church, we need to be in unity, right? Remember, the Apostle Paul was writing these guys because there were um, there were sin issues and there were also divisions within the church. There were factions, there was contention. And, uh, and as he's writing, he makes that clear. And one of the verses that speaks to that is 1 Corinthians eleven eighteen, where Paul where Paul writes, For first of all, when you came together, or when you come together as a church... I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part, I believe it. There are divisions among you, and I believe it. And so, of course, he goes on to uh, warn against divisions. He goes on to talk about how unhealthy divisions are, um, which we all agree with. And um, I've I've heard too many stories about church divisions because of really, honestly, dumb issues. <laughs> it's going to be real. Um, uh, you know, one of my friends in particular, you know, I have a lot of friends that, that uh, a handful of friends that have gone through church division and every time, you know, they tell me about it and the reason for it, I'm just saddened because the reasons are usually so so petty. Now, not all of them. Trust me. Sometimes, you know, uh, maybe the worship leader falls or the the, the pastor falls into sexual immorality or some horrible thing, right? I mean, obviously, all those things happen as well. But the thing is, when it comes to church we have to work together <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we have to be on the same page we have to um, have the same goal which is to you know spread the gospel the um, uh, essentially our general uh, general calling is all the same to be lights for christ to fulfill the great commission to disciple others to be out there to minister, to be available to those who are unbelievers, to be available to weaker believers, to, you know, there's a whole list of things we can do as a, a body of believers that help to impact the world for the truth. We have to work together in that, be on the same page. If not, things are going to go sour. Things are going to go bad and so we have to work in unity and so Paul is warning these guys because he understands 
how division can just wreck a church and wreck our witness for Christ. You know, and and that's never a it's never a good thing to wreck our witness for Christ. It's always a good thing to be lights for Christ. And when we're working together to help and to reach out, man, it can make a difference in this world for the Lord. All glory to him, right? You know, there's some ridiculous comment that um, that a public figure made a little while back. They said, I, I don't really see there's I don't really see a difference between the Taliban and Christianity. That's what they said. And of course, it was in the context of a, a Christian apologist, a theologian, refuting that and saying how ridiculous that is. But but one of the things I was thinking about, he didn't mention, one of the things that I was thinking about is that when you say that, it's like, well, over 70% of the organizations that are around today that help others were started not by the Taliban. They were started by the Christian church. They were started by Christ followers. Over 70% of organizations that help and reach out to others today were started by Christians. And you know how that happened? Well, they worked together in order to have the same goal and mission so that it would come to fruition, so that it would be fulfilled. Whether it's getting clean water or shelter or clean clothes or getting people to school in different countries that have no money, it's, it's like work. We work together and we can make an impact for eternity on this earth you know it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing and when the church is working together you'll you'll go into the church you'll talk to the people you'll pray with the people you'll you'll be part of the ministries and you'll see how healthy it is because all these different people from all these different backgrounds come together and have one goal to further the kingdom of heaven uh, to me, I don't know. To me, that one of the most beautiful things to see that, to experience that, to be part of that. I absolutely love it. And so, man, Paul's just correcting these guys, trying to help these guys, trying to warn these guys. He's doing all that he can to try to address the issues that are happening within the church because someone has to. And see, since he is an authority and a leader, he's like, hey. I hear this is going on. <laughs> it is not good. Shouldn't be going. It ought not to be going on. Like, stop it. Some of the ways to curb uh, division, there's a lot of ways, biblically, but some of the ways is to put, up, to put others' interests above your own. Right? Put others first. To be kind to one another. To be loving. To demonstrate the fruits of the spirit to one another not see it as a competition but complement one another with our different gifts that we've been given in order to operate within the church and outside of the church but within the church namely in order to have unity another thing we can do if if there is any issues you guys like you know matthew 18 go to the person don't go to the pastor first Go to the person first. If they don't listen, get a few witnesses and go back again. If it's still, there's no resolution, go to the pastor. 
but work it out you know don't just leave it up in the air don't just leave it hanging like work it out or else there's going to be bitterness there's going to be resentment there's going to be all kinds of unhealthy attitudes and it's going to invade the church and it's not going to be good another thing we can do is understand and know we all have different characters some people we do get along with some people we get along with but it's more like we're probably never work more acquaintances right but still do all that you can to share the love of God with one another let his love flow through you to to surpass and be above how you feel right and so seek to be friendly the people that don't have friends because they're not friendly that's actually a proverb <laughs> um, yeah I, I remember uh, in high school or no after high school a couple years after high school there was a friend of mine that had a bumper sticker that simply said don't be a jerk <laughs> I always remember that don't be a jerk and I like that you know, we're not called to be jerks for Jesus, right? We're called we're called to spread love, be kind, gentle, faithful, you know, again, fruits of the spirit. That goes a long way. It goes a long way in, in, in fostering and building unity. Your attitude, right? Your words, your attitude, the way in which you live. Um, it's all important. And Another way to build unity is um, pray for one another. Pray for uh, the leaders for vision to get behind them and support what the vision is. Um, another thing is to build relationships outside of the church with people within the church. Not just see them on Sunday, but have coffee with them on Thursday, you know. Um, go to their house for dinner on Friday night you know like build those relationships outside of the church and, and that's a cool thing about retreats you know that the church does we have retreats and men's retreats women's retreats youth retreats and and then you come back from those things right and the cool thing is that there's relationships built outside of the church and then you come back into the church and there's like friendships that are there now so I love one of the reasons why I really love retreats but what it does is um, it builds unity and that's what we need in today's day where there's so much so many factions so many people against one another let's build unity let's not foster division build unity within the body of Christ and then we can accomplish much for the kingdom of heaven and that's what Paul was bringing up to these guys he wanted to see them work together in fellowship in unity with one goal one mind one heart right that's the church. That's the church. God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing uh, Tuesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.